let's go baby back in the lab it is 2023 the season has been electric to start Aussie Open a couple days away happy Friday everybody appreciate you guys for tuning in we got to do a little bit of a recap from the action that's happened in Adelaide in Auckland the United Cup a lot of the best gear has just dropped in the beginning of this year and is dropping the next couple months. So much going on in the tennis world. Hope you guys are having fun with the game, staying active out there, a little indoor tennis if you're in the Midwest. But, JP, how are we feeling today? What's going on, my man? Doing good. I'm getting excited for the weekend coming up. I think that I've been watching a ton of tennis, so um, – it's just a lot of amazing matches going on with Adelaide 1 and 2 and watching a lot of Auckland. Stayed up, watched uh, Brooksby last night. Yes, you're dialed into Brooksby. So I watched every single one of his matches. But Speaking of Jensen like Brooksby, let's start there. I think that's a good place to start. Okay. The American had a great tune-up, of two tune-up weeks heading into the Aussie Open. Ended up losing to Cam Norrie in the semis, but... The biggest news with Jensen Brooksby, the Wilson Blade V8 has been left in 2022. Oh, yeah. Jay Brooksby is now with Dunlop, repping the CX family. Pretty big change, and it's it's he's not the only Blade player to to, uh, to move on from, from the series. So Brooksby moves on to the CX, Dunlop, as uh, Alex Gruskin tweeted out, that's the most Jensen Brooksby move of his career so far, leaving Wilson for Dunlop. And I thought that was kind of funny. But... <laughs> Shout out to Dunlop because I think Dunlop is starting to make in some waves. They it have looks, this, it's a neat looking racket because at first I thought he was, I was like, wow, Jensen Brooksy's rocking the new Clash. <laughs> the Clash is on tour. Wait, what? No, no, no. Let's take it easy. Let's take it easy. So Dunlop now has Jack Draper. Good sign. Looking, that dude just dropped a uh, tough match to, to Quan in the semis, which was. Was that the final? No, it was semis. Semis, semis yeah, yeah. yeah. M- amazing match. I fell asleep at the end of the first set last night. 7-6 breaker went to went Draper's way. He's with the Dunlop family. Yep. And then Alexi Puppyrin, also the the uh, Aussie in his home hometown, he is uh, one of the faces of the new FX. So the FX has just dropped. We have him now at Tennis Point. I believe they go on web this week, next and, week. And those are like a blade, kind of. Like they're like control racket, yeah. thin frame. yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's I haven't I've yet to hit I've yet to hit with it. I mean I've I've picked it up, I've looked at it, I have not hit with it yet, so I can't speak too much to it, but I'm excited to try it. I really like the SX. The SX is very similar to a uh pure arrow or a V core. But I mean the blade just like it lot like cause the we we not to toot our own horn, but we were ahead of the we were dump we were dumping the blade before everyone was dumping the blade. Or maybe they were dumping the blade with us because they were listening to it. I think they were listening to the Pure Tennis Podcast <laughs> they and they're like, the, wait, wait, that. JP, the producer of the Pure Tennis Podcast, is dipped out for the V eight for the for the Pure Arrow VS. Wait, what? No. The other big st- story in in the gear world, I mean, I've turned into a gear nerd, I feel like, over the last few years, and I'm like, I've, it's very interesting to see how what players will do to get that one percent better in the offseason. That's where those changes are happening. Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul. Yeah. How about Tommy Paul going from the V8, a control frame, leave it? I mean, he, so he officially uses the a pro stock, which is not. It's just like the it's painted the V8, but he's using a pro stock, so it's heavier weighted and it's. I think it, it's still a control frame. <laughs> he is now signed with Yonix. Repping the new 2023 Yonix V-Core. A huge change. 
going to one of the it's the art of spin is is the tagline for the V Core line. I just our team our whole team hit with that. We put up our our product videos up. It's actually our most watched product review on a singular product in the last try two or three years. Um, a lot of juice behind it. So many. I mean, you got Yoshi using it. Shapovalov has come right back. He left the he, he dabbled with the E Zone last year. He's back to it. Yoshi Nishioka up to a career high ranking of number uh, number thirty three with the V Core. So this racket has come out with the, hitting the ground running. Tommy Paul puts a new weapon in his hands. A guy at his size, I think he's listed at six foot. I do not believe Tommy Paul is six feet tall. I would think that's very generous by a couple inches. He needed a little more pop to his game, a little more spin, and he's going to get that. And I think w- with the V-Core frame, it is a 2.3% thinner beam than the last model, which you can actually, like, that sounds like nothing, but I I hated the last version of the V-Core. Like, you would, I just, I couldn't stand it. I don't know what it was. It was too thick of a frame, and I feel like I wasn't getting the same uh, pop as I was on the Pure Arrow, and I wasn't getting the same amount of, I wasn't generating the easy spin and plow through either. The new V-Core, the stability through contact, the plow through you can get on forehands, the the, the serve has easy, like on a kick and on a you just have so much easy access to spin and power and then the control and the maneuverability aspect of it with the thinner frame. I've been, I was hitting with a 98 and I'm obviously used to, with the Pure Arrow, I'm used to a 100. And I was just like blown away how these minor changes have made that racket a, a whole new weapon. And I think for Tommy looking, he's he was he had a great year last year and then he seemed like at the very end of the year he was kind of taking a he left his foot off the gas pedal a little bit and he, he kind of dropped back I mean he's, only, he's still top 40 so he's I mean but I think that is the kind of edge he needed I got to see him um, talk he was talking about rackets a lot in Miami when I was down there with Nakashima and a couple other guys and asking him you know like why do you like your racket blah 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 and I I think that was interesting he's always been kind of like in that mind frame of like I'm not opposed to kind of dabbling and testing out other sticks and took him a month or two in the offseason to do it. He's with the Yonix family, huge addition for them to get an American face of the franchise type thing. So now they have him and Chapovalov as kind of the two heavyweights that they'll go to battle with. I mean, I was using the V-Core Pro about two years ago and then switched to the Blade. I don't know. Yeah, so the V-Core I, Pro is... It was a heavy <sighs> racket, but it stiff, was... Stiff racket, too. Yeah, I thought for some reason that it reminded me of like an old Wilson Pro Staff. In, Which makes sense. In the, uh, but like when you're saying that the new one is just like the spin to win or spin it to win it, what is it? The 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 tagline is the art of spin. The art of spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's exciting. Like maybe, it, especially for Tommy's game. You look at him; he's, he he doesn't play like a very. Um, I I wouldn't describe his swing path as like super modern, where it's super low to high aggressively, ball, but like he plays a little flatter of a ball. Especially on like the backhand, he like he can really flatten that ball out. So I'm interested to see what if it changes anything in his game. I didn't get to watch him play any of the tune-up events. I got to see some highlights, but you can only take those kind of with a grain he of salt. Beat that Chris O'Donnell. He took, yeah, and, and then it, he lost to Draper. Lost to Draper, yeah. And Draper is playing good ball. So <coughs> other other things that you guys need to check out in the gear world: the new Adidas Cybersonics have just dropped. That is, their tagline is the future of fast. Put that shoe on, tested that out the last three or four times I've been on the court. I'm a big fan of that shoe. I told you, I, you were with me when I put it on for the first time and out of the box. Because you were barricades. You are all barricades. And they kind of look like barricades at first because I thought they were, but they're not. It's like a high, it kind of looks like an Ubersonic hybrid with a barricade. And it, but it, it's, in my opinion, it's the best of both worlds. You get the durability and the support uh, structure of the um, barricade. 
you get the lightness and the breathability and the flexibility in the shoe and the, yeah, the material the material is see-through almost yeah it's like much thinner mm-hmm. exactly bar- barricades are like a tank 100 percent. they're not very breathable at all i mean your foot's gonna sweat in the barricade and the cybersonic feels much more fluid on the court i mean you feel you can the ground underneath you you feel like you can you really have no feel for the court in the barricade it's just a it's a tank Protective shoe, durable shoe, can last through matches. It's a battle-ready shoe. But the Cybersonic is, I mean, you feel like you're ready to, I mean, run run for any drop shot, push off for any any lateral movements. You can really trust it. It's got great, uh, that DuraGuard on the on the toe box, so which feels like you can, like, as, for me being a toe dragger, especially on my serve, I mean, it has looked like it has barely been worn, and I've worn it for probably five or six hours yeah. on the court. Yeah, I mean, the, like the dragon. And the color pops. The colors are cool. Like, it does. For me, like it looked like a barricade, which I think yeah. are one of the coolest looking shoes that you uh-huh. can get. But like without the big, it doesn't have that a big Adidas screaming logo on the side. On the side, yeah, it's like way a little more toned down. Yeah, kind of like, that was a little much. It's a little much, but for, it, had, it for everybody too to buy that. It's like yeah, I, I I like those, but it's like when it says Adidas, so huge. Like now it's more like it's almost. I've seen it so much. I'm like, yeah, I could probably do that. Uh-huh. But like I like I like the barricades because they had that toe. Dra- I drag uh-huh. my toes too. Uh-huh. And I, when I saw that the new ones are, they still have that big build up on the on the inside. It's like that's a neat shoe. I could totally wear that. The unique, <laughs> the unique part is that the back of the shoe on the like on the heel cap, it has that like red ring around it, which oh, is like look, yeah, like a plastic strip, rubber strip, whatever. Um, I'm not sure the material. We got to get with our, our product manager. New Balance has those too, like that little clip thing. It's like it's almost like a heel protector. What, the new bounce has that as well. Yeah, it just like sticks right yeah, into the so, inside. Yeah, but that one's like attached. This right. one is this one is not attached. You can stick your finger in between it. Oh, weird. In between the heel and the back of the shoe. Huh. I have I've got a box with me in the car. I'll show them to you. But yeah. Um, no, I, I think what that is it. I was wondering as well. I thought it would maybe add a little more weight to it, but it, you don't feel that. I I actually think it it may. This is just me talking, not not reading into like the slideshow that they sent us on the shoe. I it may help you with lockdown. When you're kind of, um, especially with the serve, when you're going up, it might help you kind of stay locked into the shoe a little bit longer. Because when you press back into your heel, you're not, you feel stable there. But I'm not, I haven't worn them in like a, I mean, I played, we played a few games and stuff, but I don't feel, and we, we hit around, but I have to keep wearing them to see what, what that kind of does. It's funny because like the Asics, I, I feel like the, it's like upper heel, like it locks into your upper heel. It is just, I haven't tried the, the, mm-hmm. the new Adidas, but like the, the new balance, I feel like it locks into the mid part of your heel. Mm-hmm. And I like that mm-hmm. way more. I just feel like that just, it like you said, like when you jump. Talking it, about the labs. Yeah, it sticks into your, it's like it, it's holding, yeah, it it's does. holding the back it cups of your, your foot. foot. Yeah, it cups it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I feel like that's just a way more comfortable tennis for tennis. Because mm-hmm. like, how many times do you jump up and just land straight back on your heel? I you do it all the time. Yep. And you have like a little bit of like a pillow there. Yep. It's a huge thing. Dude, listening to you talk about gear now after you've been in the game for a few years and you've tested all a bunch of products and you've you've become a gearhead is oh yeah I'm 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 loving it. It's man. a nerd alert. It is, but that's but that stuff's like it, it really does matter on the tennis court because when does. you're standing there and like jumping all the time. Exactly. I love the. You got to trust your shoe. You yeah. have to trust your shoe. Yeah. And I I could tell just the way you were coming to like when you're coming forward to the net, you, I don't know if it's in your it could be just from practicing more and more, but you look more confident like stomping into to volleys especially, and just kind of. Like getting your feet set underneath you, I feel like you were kind of more collected. Not last night though. Not last night though. Um, so the other the other <laughs> stuff, guys. I know you guys. A lot of you guys. I get a lot of DMs from our Tennis Point USA account. 
ASIC Gel Resolution 9. Those are so Offici- Yeah. Officially in-house. Beautiful shoe. Obviously one of the biggest biggest shoes, court shoes in the market for some time now with the Gel Resolution 8. The Gel Resolution 9, though, I mean. Yeah, they look so whoo. sharp. They look, they look honestly, like that undertread. That's like that sparkling, all the different the colors. Because, mm-hmm. like, Yonic, those Yonics that you had last year that had that sparkle. And then mm-hmm. the, I know that. Fusion Red 4 is also a magnificent and shoe. And K-Swiss. Yep. The, um, oh, wait, the Cam Nori ones. Yep. They had it, too. Those are the, I yeah, just think that's such a neat look. It's no, just, I. It sticks out. It's in neat. the gel resolution, like, not. Like especially it's already nine, cool. It, the, the shape of it, it it is literally built for tennis. Like, that is a that is an elite tennis shoe. And. Talking to people that went to the ASIC Summit where they tested the Court FF, which is also in-house, another very popular shoe. It's just like, it's almost unfair how good ASICs is at doing this. It's it's just not fair. I mean, unbelievable shoes that I think will, I mean, they'll be sold out here soon. So you might want to get your hands on those guys yeah. at tennis-point.com. Yeah, because people buy 10 pairs of Pe- them. I talked, I t- we talked about that before, yeah. but it's like, that happened again. Another one of these junior moms was, was messaging me like, when do you get those in? I want to buy 10 pairs for my son. I'm like, 10 pairs? Yeah. That's like that's some Emilio Gomez type stuff. When Emilio Gomez, he he always messaged me like, "Can I can I buy your entire stock of Yonex Fusion Rev fours? I'm like, w- "Whatever makes you happy, my man." Yeah, do it, go for it. No, I think that's. But as far as gear goes, I think that's um. Oh, actually, that's not it. Last but not least, the exciting one as far as racket goes, an exclusive edition only available at tennisdashpoint.com, the Pure Drive ninety eight. Best one of the best power sticks on the market. I mean, it's got the diamond red grommets on them. I, I, I don't even know what that exactly means with the diamond grommets, but it sounded cool in the marketing in the marketing uh, slides. But the 98, I mean, I will say, so I was not a fan of the Pure Drive 100, the 2021 edition at all. Felt like I was sending balls to the curtains, couldn't get the ball down. And I have a full Western grip, so for me not to be able to get the ball down, that that's... yeah, that shouldn't happen. So you said this was like a server stick, it yeah, so. One thing I will say is this is like I I really feel like there's no rackets that are gender specific, but the Pure Drive 100. Once you get past the the junior level, I do feel like you see many more women being able to use that stick than 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 men. In Fognini. In Fognini. <laughs> uh, actually, what does? I only know that because of last week. Hold on. Uh, Watching Brooksby. Back to Brooksby. Back to Brooksby. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on one second. I I actually just found out what um, Fognini actually uses from David Say, Michigan State's freshman. He was he's a sponsor by Bablot, and I said we were talking about that. He was asking me how I like the Pure Drive ninety eight. Um, oh, is he using that one? The new he's one? using he's using, he's a Pure Arrow guy. Okay. But he he said what did he say? He it was blue though. What was blue? I thought he was using the drive. No, Fognini definitely okay. definitely the colorway. He what did he say? Um. I'm looking at my text messages. I, I'll get back to you guys if I find it. But anyway, he he did tell me that it's it's definitely a heavier weighted pure drive version. So he can it's that makes I mean all of the pros are using the heavier weighted racket. But um, no, the pure drive 98, much much better than the pure drive 100 because you don't need like with that power stick. If you're a player that's I don't know above a 4.0 level, I would say at the USTA level, you really don't like you're good enough that you don't need that those extra two square inches. But you do need that extra control and feel on whether it's drop shots, absorbing ball pace from the baseline, and being able to get the ball down. And that Pure Drive 98 does exactly that. I mean, I didn't lose any pop on my serve or the forehand. 
but I had so much more precision and control and feel with the racket and the maneuverability of it was much better. And I just felt more confident. It's more, I think it's more stable too. Like I wasn't trampolining balls to the curtain. So definitely highly recommend you guys demo those rackets. They are, yeah, they're available for available for demo right now. I think they hit, they hit the store and they'll be available for purchase in the next week or so, but super exciting. Um, I will say that I was a little bit bummed that we don't get the pure arrow 98. That is, we have it in store. We will have it in store, but we'll not be able to sell it online. So I'll just be completely transparent. Tennis Warehouse will be selling the Pure Arrow 98. Tennis Point will be selling the Pure Drive 98. Um, it's just like the AFC Championship game. They flip the coin. They flip the- <laughs> and they, they get home field advantage on the, on the best racket in it, the whole market. And being a Pure Arrow guy myself, uh, since as long as I can remember, when I, when I was in that meeting, um, my feelings, I feel like I was... I feel like I was betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I just and that's why you were like, dude, where's the pure Arrow ninety eight? I like, look every day, and and I'm like, dude, that's that's how you know I was hurt because I completely blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, like I I didn't until I like really thought about. It, you're like, I asked people, I asked this person, I'm like, I don't, I should we? I've, I've seen it, I've touched it, I've held it, I've hit with it. I was like, I don't know where. But now I've, I I forgot. My feelings were hurt, and I wanted to move on from that. Because you weren't experience. allowed to sell it. You weren't allowed. To, I've hit with it. Well, I'm now just I'll just sell it, to sell it online. Yeah, which is, um, yeah. But that is neither here nor there. It is definitely a bummer. Because what basically happened? I we, I think we talked about this on an episode or t- two ago. Babolat launched the Pure Arrow VS and the Pure Drive VS. They never were able to establish any clarity with what the VS actually meant or what it what it was like who it was meant for and they weren't able to properly kind of cater to that audience that was looking for that all of a sudden you have three of the top 10 players in the world or top whatever they are top 12 in the world rocking the VS you got Felix Carlos and Holger all using this thing and it's like oh shit like yeah. People actually like this. Well, it's like you need that flagship person out there that's like demonstrating 100%. It's like Holger is a backcourt baseliner and you got like Felix, who's the biggest, Felix is a big bomb, biggest serve, serve plus one. But in the he'll game. stay on the back yep. baseline, and then you got Carlos. Carlos is completely do anything, but world like, number one. <laughs> he can stay on the baseline and just bang and hit like, drop it, shots out of his from anywhere. Yeah, I it's mean, like that's what that racket's designed for. Because like exactly. with Rafa, I always felt like I don't have like I'm not a freak athlete like him. Like like I just can't ha- handle the Let's, pure arrow. I can't do it. Even though I saw you and all my friends using it, I just couldn't. I just didn't feel like I could. Like, that wasn't my game. And then, like, tried that baseline ball. But I think that's actually, no, you're, can, you're 100% correct in saying that. But I think the reason why the 98 makes sense is because Holger, Felix, and Carlos are also freak athletes, and they don't need that pace, that extra pace or bigger sweet spot that you get from the 100. They need that control and that feel and that precision and that, like, stability behind the ball. Because those guys, all three of them, take absolutely massive cuts yeah, at do. every ball. Especially, I mean, they swing out of their shoes. So the 98 gives them an extra bit of control. It's got the, what, what, what string pattern? Did you 16 re- by 20. Bang on them. Got to have it. 16 by 20 string pattern. It's different than the arrow. Right, 16 yeah. by 19. Yeah. So that allows them to kind of have more control in their game because they swing so aggressively anyway. They don't, the pace is going to be in their game. So I, I think, but anyway. To go back to your original point, but, they never figured out a way to market that. Exactly. They didn't, so they didn't do it well, They whether it was social media or commercials or whatever they didn't hit that market hard enough and then you have three of these guys break out all the juniors in the world are like whoa what what is this about like let's let's ch- test this out and then everybody that was kind of 
veering away from the pure arrow because it was a little bit too much power, too much pop, too much kind of uh, too, too big of a weapon to handle, I think, for some players. You almost have to have more of a Western grip to use it because you have to get the ball down with that thing. And Yeah, you do. Yeah, and the 98 was that perfect blend of both, and that's why it took off, and it's a huge deal, and the VS is no longer, and now you have the Piero 98, which is going to be a line that is going to be a big player for a long time. Yeah. Well, and then, like, top five, you got you got four guys in the top ten that are all using the Babylot. So, like, needed to have that marketing campaign ready to go. They uh, needed to do a better job of letting Tennis Point put it online, but we'll see We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what kind of comes of it. I, I don't know how long they will – it'll they'll, they'll keep both of these lines exclusive – um, I thought it was an interesting play to begin with, to just kind of have w- one retailer knock out each uh, VS. I mean, ninety-eight. But uh, well, and I do remember not to like change gears, but I just we were talking about Kakanakis earlier in Adelaide, and I realized just now why I totally blocked out the Kakanakis because he beat Rublev. Rublev you, had the one seed, and that's why I blocked that. it out. So let's let's dive in. That's enough gear talk. That's about as much gear talk as you'll hear from the Pure Tennis Podcast in a uh, opening segment. You didn't want to say that you were going to switch to the V Core. No, that's we can. <laughs> hey, let's make it. We'll go ahead and make the announcement. I guess. So here we go. Been a long time Pure Arrow user. Um, wow. I I, I I I still feel like feels like you're cheating on a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to get a new bag and everything? Yonex bag. They're going to support the, a Yonex The Yonex family has... They do make cool stuff. They make great stuff, whether it's string, which, I mean, their string is Top. elite. They just actually seated me out with more Yonex Polytor drive than I have could have ever imagined. They sent us reels and, Absolutely. and, 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 single, and single sets. Best Can't wait to try stencil. that. Best stencil. It is the best stencil. It is. It is. So I'm excited to try that out. The V Core, I tried out the 98 and I loved it. I felt like, I think at this point, I don't, I'm a, I string at 60 pounds and I'm, my forehand especially, I'm swinging out on. I do have to keep my, I was watching some video from the, we shot a commercial the other day and I'm like, keep your left foot on the freaking ground. Why am I leaning up backwards like a goofball? I'm like, put your left shoulder, I, I, I coach in tennis, I'm like, put your left shoulder into the ball and bury, bury your, bury the ball into, like with your body weight and I have no body weight on the ball I'm on my back foot almost every time I'm looking at the foot and I'm, I mean I'm not hitting the ball poorly but I'm like you can add so much more pop and pace and heaviness to the ball if you just freaking sit down and swing low to high. it's just I gotta fix myself yeah your forehand is a work of art so honestly don't worry about Nate's forehand it's gonna be fine although I will I, I'm excited to see you kind of rock one of those like old Yonex warm up jackets that <laughs> Dude, so in a Yonex what, hat. This, the, are you talking about the seventy fifth edition zipper. from last year? The white one yeah, with like the, the white, the blue and green white color uh, you know, collar. Yeah, those are sick. You got to get that one. Shout out to JD Coleman, the Yonex rep who takes care of us. I, JD, you heard you heard JP. I, you need to send me one of those jackets. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right, that's enough gear talk. I hope you guys enjoy that stuff because I've really had a lot of fun uh, diving deeper into that stuff. If you guys need more gear talk, go to YouTube. Tennis Point USA is the channel. Our team is putting out some awesome reviews. I mean, like, we're not just doing the lip work and lip service. Like, our guys are out there grinding with this stuff for a couple hours and giving you live reactions to it. Like, I mean, as soon as we get done hitting with it, they go to the lab and they talk about it. So 
really cool to see our team put that together. I think that's a big part of what we're going to be doing going forward. Actually, I mean, I know it is. That's part of our big strategy is just to be more transparent with all of our gear and equipment. So I think tennis deserves that. And it's you guys are so damn smart. We, I mean, you can't – we have to be transparent with you guys. I mean, I, I see the comments that you guys put in, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You guys want to know all the answers, and we got to come with them. So I think the cool part about being a retailer is we don't need to cater just towards one brand. We can actually recommend you the best version, the best model, the best brand – that will fit your swing, fit your game, fit your like, whatever it is. If you have elbow pain, we can we, we should have answered every every question you have. Our customer service team is elite. Those guys do, do the work. They come and ask us questions all the time. Don't be afraid to call us, email us. We'll take care of you guys at Tennis Point. But well, and even if it's a placebo edge for like gear, like if you yep. were trying to get a little bit better mm-hmm. and you use the right technology, I feel like if you're not staying up with like what what's out there, like. You, you get left behind That's and facts. like you have facts. to like keep trying the new stuff because you do it does get better or it, it really mean, does it really that's rock the thing out is, there with a 97 racket from 1997 it's just like it's yeah tr- it's still my racket it's like yeah but you're you're totally you're, you're limiting yourself. Your, your elbow's gonna yeah and i think it's funny because some of the some of the comments are like that racket's just a paint job change and i used to be maybe in, yeah and and sometimes it is let's let's be honest sometimes right. it is but as I've done these play tests and I've got on the, and I've gotten the strings and I've gotten the rackets and the shoes to test out, a lot of this, a lot of the changes are very subtle because you don't want to lose the audience that has been buying that model for a long time. Yeah. But the subtle changes, more than ever, I've noticed the V core, especially this Pure Drive ninety eight, especially. I mean, they matter. They yeah. matter. The Vapor Elevens, another sh- we just didn't talk. About, I mean, there's just so much new gear to talk about. The Vapor Elevens have just dropped as well. You'll see those all over the Australian Open, whether it's Curios, Holger. Um, they look like Jordans. Vapor twos are out there with with Shapovalov and everybody. I mean, they look like yeah. I I know you guys are all gonna buy the crap out of those because that's just how the check mark you guys see that thing. You see the colorways and you guys are all about it. But I, I don't know. I I don't know. It, the they're not the nine point five vapors. I still think they figured it out then. I don't know why they veered away from how they when they had Federer locked in that shoe forever. But the colorway pops and it's amazing. So I mean, as far as that goes, you're gonna look cool. And you're, I, I talk to guys on our team that love that shoe, which is everybody has their own opinion. So I'm just curious, guys, give me your feedback on that shoe. If you guys have bought one, and I saw I put up a video on Tennis Point the other day, and you guys, people are already buying that shoe now. So let me know what you think about it. Yep. Let me know how it fits your foot. Let me know if it's if it's lasting you, the durability of it. But we said that like 10 minutes ago. That's our last gear talk. But there's just <laughs> so, so much cool crap gear. To talk it's about. so much cool stuff. There is. And Headhawk just – or Head just gave us a new string called Headhawk Power, which is um, – Similar to, I think, I think Yonex Poly Tour Drive and this string are uh, comparable to the Selenko Hyper G that has dominated the market for since I've been a part of the tennis world. It's just interesting to see that the big brands, they see Selenko and they're like, oh, we cannot let them we're do lo- this. We're losing, some we, market. They, we're losing the market share. Yeah. Shout out to Selenko, some of the coolest guys to work with in, the, in tennis. Those guys are awesome. They sent us a bunch of cool stuff. They're going to be part of our Team Yellow Tour too. So, anyway. With that being said, that's enough gear talk. So much cool stuff coming out and the tennis to match it. So let's yeah. talk about Adelaide. Adelaide, Adelaide one, one or two. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thing one or thing two, Dr. Seuss. Let's go. With, let's okay, say Adelaide one is January 1st. That's the like, let's do that one first. That was the Djokovic kind of steamrolling everybody. Yep. And that was when. Yep. That was seems so long ago because like we were watching Corda and Sinner, and we're like, and that was a week. ago. That was forever ago. So, 
shout out to Corda. Sebastian Corda, I think he is <clears throat> I mean, I'm a breakout year coming. I know he's you can already arguably say he had a breakout year going from I mean, outside the top one hundred, now he's a consistent top forty guy. But I really think he's ready to take that that jump into the top twenty and be a, a guy that's challenging in the second week of, of slams. And Sinner did beat Kakanakis. He did. He did. He did. So, like I was right. Damn. It was over uh Wait. he lost a corda. Sinner lost no, a corda. Who did Kakanakis beat in Adelaide in, in this next tournament? In Adelaide two. Adelaide two. Let's go. I honestly if, that must be what you're it's like we had this big argument right before this. <laughs> Right before we started re- hitting the record button, I will say I, you have been more dialed in to these Adelaide one and twos. And I'm trying to watch as much as I can, but with all this new gear coming out, I was just overloaded. Kakanakas beat Rublev. Rublev, and okay, then you okay, just okay, assumed because yeah. of yeah. me. <laughs> I, I, I knew you were mad, so I, I was <laughs> no. So uh, Adelaide won. Djokovic goes to the final, takes yeah. the title. He faced the match point against Sebastian Korda. Korda, I mean. That's two matches against Rafa in Indian Wells last year. He had a match point, and now Djokovic had a match point there and lost both matches. Yeah, just goes to show you that these guys are incredible. I think I I, I could this is the, I think the stat is that Novak has won 16 matches where he's faced match point in his career. It could be more than that, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I forget to put that stat on Twitter, but um, and, and he's just the way the way Novak plays under pressure. He gets better. Like he doesn't tense up at all. Yeah. He goes into lockdown mode, and he makes you hit shots that you don't want to hit. And not to say that Corda, like Corda was, whatever. But it's just like Corda played him way tougher than Medi did, though. Oh, and, and Medi got rocked. And Medi, well, because like that was the match where Djokovic's leg was cramped up or something. Was Medi mocking him? And Medi started like giving him like. Was the, he mocking him at the end? He was. He, you gotta go get your go. You gotta go get your boy Maddie. He was definitely like mad because I don't like. Why would you be mad that someone was hurt and then fighting through it? But yeah. like he was mad that he was hurt and still beating the crap out of him. And that's what like Maddie didn't have an answer for anything. This goes back to my point though. Ever since Australian Open last year, where Maddie led Rafa was looking like a sure winner, gets taken out after being up two sets to love. He, a chink in his armor. Something yeah. is not the same. Six three, six four. What it was a beat down? Did he? Has he lost some of his? What, what happened there? Like has it's, he it's lost? The, some? It's those like it's that unconventional kind of stuff that I feel like Medi always had, where he's like kind of corner balls, where he's like off his like back foot and just kind of slinging this racket over his head, like those things that would just used to come dripping back into the court. He's not hitting any of those anymore. Like I don't, I haven't seen him do one of those crazy balls that just kind of stuns. Because like that's what kind of always put people on their heels with Medvedev is like, oh, he might be unconventional, but he still places those those balls in. And he, I with Djokovic, he's tried a bunch of them. You could uh-huh. see it. It was like, oh, here comes the Medi shot. Oh, yeah. and it yep. just nothing. Yep. Corda Corda so, beat center. That's where I was getting confused. Corda took out center. Corda. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so Medi, I mean, didn't look bad. I didn't think Medi looked like he was not in form, but I mean, he had a good one against Hachinov where he completely dominated right. his, his fellow countrymen. Um, I thought that wasn't a pretty impressive win, but I think with Medi, it's like Rafa exposed his front court. He's, he just doesn't, he's not a, like been able to adapt to kind of rev, like evolutionize that part of his game and turn that into a threat. Like he doesn't, Look comfortable up there. Yeah, he he he's a freak athlete. But you get him in the in the front court, 
and he looks like an elephant sometimes. Yeah. It's like he's tripping over his own feet. His legs are all look, looking like a pretzel. He's he doesn't have the ability to really like flatten out an approach shot like some of these guys do. He has that goofy swing where he he really has a problem kind of tagging the ball down the line and knocking off a volley. You just don't see that very often with Medvedev, and I think that's a problem, especially on the hard courts. Like when people let him baseline and just kind of yeah, hit, he, hit, he goes into a serve because his serve is still like elite. I'm, that's top. It is for sure, but when you when you make him get out of rhythm and he can't just set the baseline and tag balls, right. Medi has not been the same player. I mean, of course he's still top ten. He's still going to have good results, but I think Rafa exposed him, and I think that a lot of guys took notes on that match. And Medi has not been because of that U.S. Open where he played five I and mean, he took out Djokovic. I feel like he had, he was just in Djokovic. There, there was no answer that Djokovic had. Mm -hmm. And watching this match though, it's like this is the same two guys, but it just it had did not have there was no long grinder points and it was all there was never a point where i was like felt like Djokovic was like in danger of anything even though he's I, hurt the most completely. danger i felt okay obviously novak faced a match point against corda but i think hallis in second round I, yeah that i mean one he I was did. he outplayed novak i mean he novak had to take him out in two breakers but hallis was i mean novak said after the match he played like a top 10 player i think people took that lightly yeah i don't think novak was blowing smoke there Novak goes on, takes out Shapovalov in straight sets three and four. Then he takes out Medvedev in straight sets three and four. Then he takes out Korda. It's like Novak is back. He has not lost yeah. a match in Australia since 2018. Yeah. Almost at 40 wins in a row in Australia. Unbelievable stuff. Korda got his big win against Sinner, which I thought was uh, – <coughs> oh, and and Roberto Batista Agut, yeah. which he's on a roll now and into the uh, into the finals of um of Adelaide too. Yeah, when Howells too, like that – it's weird how people start playing hot, coming and like watching him standing on center in Auckland. So mm -hmm. they went over to New Zealand, mm -hmm. and I thought that that match was like how like because I remember you saying like, well, Djokovic says he's a top ten player, and first three games like he was all over Brooksby, just completely, just like this is going to go quick, and then so, Brooksby started breaking him. I mean, Hallis so. took out Alex Molchan, who's yeah. been playing very good tennis, takes out Ben Shelton, who took out Baez in the first round, and then he, like you said. Took two breakers for Brooksby to knock him out. Right, that was a good match. House is going to be a, a guy to, to keep an eye yeah. on in the Aussie Open. Yeah, yeah. So um, he beat Jordan Thompson too. He was an Australian. Wow. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, Australia. Yeah. And the other guy we didn't talk about from Adelaide one, Yoshi Nishi Oka. Yeah, one of my favorite players on the tour. Five foot six, mighty might, just an absolute freak of nature. Didn't even lose. Lost to the first set in a breaker against Corda. Forced to retire, but Yoshi Nishi Oka. What a story. At a career high, number 33 in the world. I mean, what that guy does, his love for the game is just admirable. I, it's inspiring. I mean, at his height to absorb – and, like, he took out John Isner at, the Wim, at Wimbledon. Like, on a grass court, a guy with that type yeah. of serve, and you're that height, and you have to cover that much court. And it's just like, this dude is a different beast, guys. I mean, this he's probably going to play Rafa in the third round of, of the Aussie. Um any other thoughts from Auckland? I mean, I know we got Cam Norrie and, and Gis Richard Gasquet. Gasquet. Are you kidding he's me? Got, I mean, he's got a nice hair. I mean, it's looking good. It's it's looking like he, thin. He, he's got he's got that Rafa hair. <laughs> he he better start patching. He's got he needs some hymns. Somebody get that guy a hymns sub subscription. Saves, saves, saves. Yeah, <laughs> get my guy a subscription ASAP. But Richard Gasquet was still world number one junior in like 2002, like before even Rafa's time, and still out there. I mean, even after two, after a two year suspension on the tour, I mean, the dude feels like he's been around forever. And for him to make a final in this type of draw, 
where he takes out. Well, he went through like I was gonna call you because I knew, but it was late. But it was go fan. You can always call. It's, <laughs> and it was a good match. Six I, one, six one, six one. Yep. Go fan got him six one. One six one. Yeah, yep, it was just yep. like I'm like I gotta call Nate. You should have. It's you know, so late. You know, you know I'm on Aussie Open time. There is no sleep anymore. I mean, I was I went to bed at probably two thirty last night. I'm up at seven. I was, there's no time to sleep. I Patrick Cool from Tennis One. We were like. We're we're shifting. We're shifting yeah, our night. If I would have called, don't you email me until it's one p.m. Eastern. Two thirty in the morning though, and I'd be like, "Dude, wake up, go fan Gasquet's on." Would you been so mad at I, me? I've been a little bit pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been a little pissed, but you know, I've always liked the Richard Gasquet uh, backhand. I've always watched a little Richard. I'll also, if you guys ever want to nerd out, just watch the way that dude grips his racket. Just very fascinating. Grips it. He grips it like first four inches of the racket then he just says like forget about it. i'm just gonna only use this part of the racket doesn't he have the big thing on the end yeah too? big nub yeah. big baseball bat and nub on the back of it yeah what um, is that that's just to keep that hand secure when he's swinging out of his shoes on the back end i guess um uses turn and grip that's that's how you know <laughs> yeah like two of them because i saw him <laughs> i saw him rewrap it against go fan it's like <laughs> and then he's done then he gets another one <laughs> then he gets it done then he does another one <laughs> It's like, dude, you put three grips on there. Dude, this is already becoming my, maybe my favorite podcast that we've ever done. I, the energy is flowing, man. We're, we're back. We're so back. Oh, yeah. So we got Guest Gay versus Cam Nori in the final. I mean, I was going to ask you for a prediction, but I think that's what, – what do you got for I'm me? I'm going to go Cam Nori. Cam Nori. I mean, that guy's dialed it up. He's that. The only thing I don't like is, like, you're asking yourself for a quick turnaround if you're Cam Nori, though. Right. You're seeing a lot, especially on the women's side, you saw so many yeah, do walkovers. Do you want to win this match? You, you saw, want to? I mean, you saw so many walkovers, whether it was Kuter Matova, Bedosa's match. Um, Malfreeze won it last more. year, and then yep. he kind of fizzled out, too, because it's just like it's too close. Yeah, and Kakanakis won Adelaide, or, and I think, what, Malfreeze won Auckland? Or it was vice versa, was some, something like that. But it's like, you're right. It do, was you really, do you really want to put yourself in that position where you have a quick turnaround? But it's like, Cam Nori just the dude loves tennis, man. The dude is a, a savant. Well, you um, get your two, you get your two hundred and fifty points. No, that's true. Bam. That's true. And get, you want to, you get, you get a good lock payday. Those in there. Um, let's hop over to Adelaide two. Yeah. If that's not confusing at all to you guys, we got Adelaide one, Adelaide two. Adelaide. I strongly suggest to the marketing teams over there that it might be a wise decision to uh, call it a, something different. Yeah, get a little bit creative. I know, I know, it's like different. Times in over there, and I know, but yeah. like we still watch tennis even though we're over here. I mean, we, like, they're a week apart, and then yeah. and then it's like it's like because I, I remember I'm like, why is it Adelaide? There's another Adelaide. Like I just watched Adelaide, and then I'm like, <laughs> this can't be the right one. Then Auckland. What? Well, Say so Auckland New, and Adelaide that, too are going. New to Zealand and Australia are on my bucket list, and they're high up on my bucket list of places totally. to get. I mean, what a that whole um Adelaide Southern Australia Auckland's the northern New Zealand Did you did you see the guys come out like when the players going to announce they have like the they're like blown into yeah. horns and stuff That looks like a pretty cool experience yeah. I'm not going to lie Well and it's like the white picket fence too it's like you're yeah. like sticking and you're playing in someone's backyard it kind of looks like a backyard And I would love to see a kangaroo <laughs> In they should put a kangaroo. Just put a kangaroo like next to the court I mean, somewhere. Why like, not? Yeah, let let him let him hit some serves. I do, but but he can hit some. Just have good it bobs. chained up. Like what's <laughs> chained that? up kangaroo? Yeah, Pete. Pete. Like, what's that dog for Georgia? <laughs> Pete is gonna get called real quick. Uh, that's yeah, funny. Don't chain up a kangaroo. That's don't chain up a kangaroo, guys. Pure tennis podcast joke right there. Um, yeah. all right, Adelaide two. Just, Adelaide two. We'll get through it quickly, guys. I know we're you guys are hyped for Aussie Open just like we are, but Kakanakis back in his home country. Dude always plays his best tennis there. He's looking to get back inside the top 100. Uh, sitting just outside at 110 right now. 
I expect that to happen um, in short order. Just looks healthy, just absolutely cracking the ball. The match he had against Rublev was so damn impressive. I mean, hitting backhand winners from deep in the outer force was just – and then taking returns early, punching them down the line. I mean, the forehand has always been big. He looks like he's moving again very well. Love to see his fellow countryman, Nick Kyrgios, Dow, like kind of live tweeting his matches. And it's just – those guys – the Australians are – they're fun to watch when they're, when they're down there and they got their fans behind them. Kakanakis was a three-set man the whole time. What? Every single match nope. went to three. Wow. So – you're not wrong. First set, he took out his fellow countryman Alexei Popyrin round one. Round one, and that was three sets. Then he Rublev, which you talked wow. about, and then Kachmanovich, Kachmanovich, and then it RBA Busta. Yeah, R- RBA is. I mean, that guy just plays so much tennis. I don't know how, when his legs are going to give out. I feel like he doesn't take days off. But dude's a workhorse. Um, so you got Roberto Batista Agut versus Quan in the final. I watched the first set of Quan Draper. Quan dropped that. Was spraying a few balls. I have to go back and watch those highlights. Seven, he lost. He lose six seven seven six six three. Massive win. Gets there was over thirty two ace thirty one aces in that match. Big serving. I mean, Draper's Draper's damn good. Fortieth in the world. But what a win for Quan. Yeah. I mean, he's just so steady from the baseline. And just I was listening to the commentators on that. Like, and they were right. Like he does not lay off on any ball. Like he is swinging through every shot doesn't ever try to like put a little more margin behind the ball i mean he just trusts his stuff and it i mean it, it cost him the first set he missed some shots that i thought he i mean he lost six eight in the in the tiebreaker he he just missed some shots that were pretty routine for guys at his level but he just trusts his his uh his, re, his his recipe of kind of going after these guys and has a one of the biggest wins of his career to get to a final and a chance to take out rba and collect a 250 title pretty big time stuff from Quan, but any yeah. other thoughts? Who do you think wins that? I will take. I mean, I can't. Uh, They're both tired. You can't say one or the other. They're both going to try to win it. I don't know if they. I don't think they played before either in the past. I'll take. I'll take the the guy that's almost ten years younger. Yeah. On that quick turnaround, I'll take Quan. I mean, RBA like the gas tank has to feel a little heavy at some point. Yeah. But maybe not. I'll, I'll take Quan. Who do you got? I'll go Quan too. I'm going Quan. Ooh, all right, all right. And then in I we forgot to predict Oh no, we did. We get Cam Nori. I think the last thing I want to talk about on this on this episode is United Cup. We didn't we didn't recap that. Shout out to Team US. USA is the inaugural champions. They take out everybody. I mean, they destroyed everybody. They I think they only dropped one match was the most matches they ever lost and I mean, dominated Poland 5-0. Dominated the final. I mean, you dominated dominated Italy in the final, where you got uh, Fritz takes out um, Berrettini and uh, Tiafo takes out Musetti. Keys had to win. Pagula had to win. I mean, watching that camaraderie with that team, they seemed to like. It didn't seem Keys like over it, Schwantek too. She made her cry. No, uh, Pagula or Pagula made her two cry. and two. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Pagula made, made Schwantek cry. cry. Two and two, a huge win. I mean, Pagula's a freak. Yeah. I mean, what she, cause she's not like like not not a freak athlete, but like she's just like possessed. I mean, her yeah. ball striking is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I will say like from her background, I don't. Know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys know this that are listening, but her dad owns the Buffalo Bills. She comes from a family of a lot of money. The fact that her drive, she like, to be grind. great, yeah. she grinds. She's like she's so dedicated to her craft. You have to respect this woman and what she's putting out there every week in and week out. It's like this event. It must have mattered to them because. Did you see how they celebrated? I mean, champagne showers, 
Yeah. Going crazy in between points, a dog pile after Fritz clinches. I mean, I had goosebumps watching that, and I was like, I'm not the biggest Taylor Fritz fan. I just think he's. But like, yeah. But I'm like, I'm yeah. in. I'm like, if you're in fight for Team USA yeah. and you're going crazy like that and you want to win, like that helped. That helped me win him. Like he's winning me over a little bit with that. Like that was cool. Tiafos obviously loves team events. I mean, the dude brings juice all the time. Keys was all in with it. Having the young Alicia Key- Alicia Parks. I almost said Alicia Keys. <laughs> Alicia Parks. This girl is. <laughs> Alicia Parks just kind of surrounding herself, even though she knew she wasn't going to be a part of the team as far as playing. She just wants to surround herself with greatness and kind of be a part of seeing what it takes to be at that level. I'm sure that was an incredible experience for her. I mean, you have Dennis Kudla, big locker room guy, team chemistry just guy. All Gatorade. I barely recognize the all Gatorade, all hustle. I barely recognized him with his new hairdo. Just got rid of all his got rid of all his flow. Uh, just like producer JP over here. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just get rid of that. You stuff. do. You can't think about that stuff. <laughs> get focus on the game. Got focus on the ball. Turn your head into the ball. That's so true. But I mean that that event was awesome. So I yeah. was really happy with just the first event. I mean we had the ATP Cup a couple years ago. They did away with that, and uh, they found a way to get both the men and women involved. And I thought they had great success with that event. I mean it's first event. Hopefully year two they do a little bit better marketing, um, just to kind of because I think it was really cool. Um, but yeah, last but not least, Breakpoint. It's oh, yeah. January 13th. It, last night, it dropped. Oh, it dropped last night? Yeah, it's live right now. It's live? It dropped at 12.01. Nobody tell me anything. I have not so, got to watch it. <laughs> wait till you see this I part. cannot wait. After I get my haircut today, I will be dialed in. Cannot wait to see that. Yeah. Some of the people I'm excited to get to know behind the scenes would be Bedosa, Jabir, uh, Fritz, Kyrgios, Felix. I mean... It's going to be an electric show. I mean, I've heard different things from people that have seen just the first five episodes. Though. It's like, if you're a tennis... Um, if casual. You're, yeah, if you're they a casual... They said it's for anybody. It's for casuals. Yeah. Dial it in because if you're a casual fan, this is this show is... You are the demographic that they targeted. And I think this is going to just going to show you that these players do have personalities. The grind of a tennis player is you're traveling the world and you are in locker rooms with these guys week in and week out. And unlike any other sport... Everybody besides one person leaves on a losing streak. Nobody walks out alive yep. besides one person. Nobody so walks out alive. It's a different it's a type of sport. And you got to kind of get a feel for that locker room because I'm sure it's going to be cool. So we've never had this access to any yeah. anywhere in tennis. Like tennis has always been super box everybody out, let everybody be protected. Finally, we get this, and it's going to be electric. I wish they would follow Brooksby because then we could find out why he's not <laughs> such a locker room guy. Because like Jensen he, Brooksby, he doesn't apologize for net cords, dude. And now, dude, when he told Fognini, <laughs> I was taught it wasn't luck based. I was just like, bro, I've probably never used the word luck based in my entire life, and I, I like. Luck based. I'm like, dude, if a if a net court's not luck based, I I don't know what's luck based, but I love it. They keep saying like, oh, he just gets under people's skin. Like, why does he get under people's skin? He seems like he's totally just like out there. Did Fognini want to fight him? Did he really like? No, it wasn't. I mean, it was just like they crossed they crossed across the net, and he definitely like you could see Brooksby with this big grin because like he's like I know, (laughs) and then and Fabio's like, no man, that's bullshit. Fognini in a nutshell is just. That dude, he's a guy you don't want to get in a bar fight with. You could tell. He and, was going to cut him. He was like, going to bust a bottle over his head. <laughs> but Brooksby, guy, if, like, Brooksby's a goofy kid. Like, yeah. To put Brooksby, a story I have of Brooksby, just one that sticks out to me is, like, I saw him at the Columbus Challenger. This is my last thing we want to end on. Brooksby, I saw him in the Columbus Challenger 2020, and he had a big win. I want to say it was against Tennis Sangren, if I remember correctly. Just, like, coming into his own, left Baylor uh, after, like, a month of tennis and – Decided to go the pro route after the COVID stuff. And 
has a huge win, and I think they have a locker room at this at this facility in Columbus. But I walk out in the in the lobby, he's just sitting there like barefoot with like a big like toboggan on, eating a jar of cashews, like just like. <laughs> just mounting these things dude just like pouring them in his mouth just going ham on some cashews unsalted cashews and i'm just like all right this is this this is this dude's thing and i started talking to him a little bit just kind of shooting the shit and he was just a super nice guy and i just kind of took note of that i go see i go to his court to shoot a uh promo for his his uh the wilson blade will say i think it was uh the miami open last year and i was like asking about pre-match routines and I'm like, or po- and like post match, like what he kind of does, like, like what weird quirky things he does, because I'd heard he did. And I'm like, are you still just like munching cashews all the time? He's like, no, I don't eat nuts anymore. I was like, what? He's like, I took nuts out of my diet. I was like, oh, all right, dude. You probably like, overdosed on. <laughs> like I'm like, like it was like he figured out some science that told him that nuts were bad for the human body or so something. He just totally killed he it. Just killed it. I'm like, all right. So like, it was just sparking up a conversation with him outside of the tennis confines was uh, a challenge that I, I, I will be inviting again. But as far as talking tennis with that dude, I mean, the dude is dialed in. Well, and he did apologize to Hales because literally the next set, the next match, he got a net cord in the tiebreaker to beat Hales. <laughs> and he, he goes he goes like this. <laughs> double hand? He did double, a double hand double raise? Hand, double oh, hand. man, that's double. Sorry. Oh, that's so good. All no, right. anyway, guys, appreciate you guys for tuning in. This was a very fun episode for us. We're back. We're rolling. Enjoy the Aussie Open. We got a preview coming next. Talk soon.